Welcome to the Light Switch Podcast by Illuminate Student Ministry, a place for the skeptic, the Bible believer, as well as everyone in between. As you know, our world is often in the dark. Our hope is to flip the switch on topics surrounding biblical engagement, apologetic arguments, spiritual formation, and emotional wellness. We want Jesus Christ to illuminate every aspect of your life so that you can shine the light of Christ in every situation. Hey guys, this is Matthew. This is Dan. This is Aaron. And we are in part two of Thinking About My Thoughts. And we are so excited to keep this conversation going. It's a big one. Yes, Mm -hmm. a big conversation. But we've been really, really diving into at least the first part of our stories in this first podcast or episode on this emotional wellness discussion. Yeah. You got to know a little bit about Daniel, myself, and Matthew in a little bit of a deeper way, diving into our past and our households. Um, Our past has a lot to do, a lot to do with how we respond emotionally today Mm -hmm. and who we are. So, And I think it should be good. We didn't get to say this in our last episode, and maybe we should uh, add this in. Our families didn't do anything perfect, but for the most part, our families did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, they could have done, there, there are th- always things we can do better, but I don't want anybody listening to this to think that, um, I particularly for my parents, my parents were phenomenal parents. Yeah. They didn't do anything, everything perfect, but they were good parents. They but loved it, us. But it's also about, even if they were, per, if mm-hmm. you have the most perfect household, yeah. like if I was a teenager, I would be really jealous of how Daniel was raised yeah. mm-hmm. because I so long I longed for a Christian household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even though my family was very close and supportive and loving, yeah. it was still, regardless, humans have the ability to be resilient people. Yeah. And this is much what we'll continue to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, let's dive in. Let's keep this, let's keep, let's keep rolling through what we were going to be talking about. So, uh, just a quick review. We talked about last episode. Maybe you're jumping in after a, mm-hmm. a day or so or what have you. But last episode we talked about um, the autonomic hierarchy. We talked about mm-hmm. mountain biking. We talked about mountain biking, right? Going down the hill, you pumping know. the brakes. We talked about ventral brakes. We mm-hmm. talked about um, coming in and out of the yeah. ventral. We talked about the sympathetic. We talked mm-hmm. about the dorsal. We talked about mm-hmm. bing bong. Bing bong. And how important inside out is as a movie. Absolutely. Foundational <laughs> for how you understand your emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel's just shaking his head this like, no, just... that's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just so much. <laughs> so much. Just so much. So much there. So one thing we didn't talk about was that idea of a ventral break into the dorsal, right? And the ventral break into the dorsal is where you sit and have an intimate moment with a person, right? You slow down, right? It's that idea of being stuck but in a positive way. Mm. Um, And having that emotional, intimate moment is probably the – there are other ways of describing it uh, that might be better for more adult uh, audiences. Um, and when that's done in an appropriate way, it can really mean a meaningful connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best way to do it relationally would be to sit down with somebody, to not take them as a task, to genuinely sit with a person and have an emotional, intimate connection with mm-hmm. them in a positive and meaningful way. 
And so uh, the reason why we're talking about this, though, is because we're talking about this, and we left off on the last podcast, we left off with this idea of uh, neuro uh, reception. Oh, sorry, neuro, yeah, neuro reception, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Aaron, uh, what, this is kind of your space here, because, um, so tell, tell us what do you mean by neuro reception? Mm-hmm. Again, I did not make the phrase. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All of this is going to be in a PDF. You just, what, when we organize the, the show notes, yeah. this is no. what we have. Yeah, so. no, yeah, exactly. This will all be in the show notes. And yeah. actually, when I was doing research on this, and I'm just making this connection now, actually, to talk about Inside Out again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So in all the, the books that I've been reading about this, uh, how the nervous system connects with our emotions. It's crazy. The actual clinical understanding of neuroreception are three things. You have the inside listening, the outside listening, and the between. Mm. Inside out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Full circle again. Full circle. <laughs> yes. Do we need to just change the episode title to Inside we do. Out? <laughs> Let's just watch think, the movie. I think Disney's going to have a problem with that. If we... uh, maybe. <laughs> That's okay. But neuro literally means system, and seption means awareness. Yeah. Aware, being aware. So are we, when we are aware of our system, how can you be aware where you are at? Yeah. So let's take it as the hierarchy here. So we have ventral. Ventral is you are meeting all your needs for the day. You're, uh, may, maybe doesn't mean that you're like the most happy, but you're able to basically just like regulate your schedule, go about your day with really no immediate issues you can go with the flow you can engage with life you can slow down where necessary you can sit down have a conversation with someone without really feeling like you're pressed or you're pressured to move on if that makes sense then you can move on into the sympathetic and what are these characteristics of the sympathetic you have uh you're filled with this adrenaline energy right you're going down this hill you're filled with like the tasks ahead of you you're mobilized mm-hmm. to attack it's your flight or flight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you are anxious and oftentimes like clinically this looks like you being angry and then we get to dorsal dorsal is the system of shutdown as we have explained you have crashed your bike you give up, you lose hope, you are drained of energy. Oftentimes this can look like you're going into a depressive state. Um, you're going through the motions. And we even see this in the movie. <laughs> like again, making the connection immediately in my head right now of what happens when you see Riley, uh, the, the main character in Inside Out, when she is in the ventral state. She's able to connect with her family. Mm. She is mm. thinking about the positive. She is able mm-hmm. to think about the positive yeah, yeah. memories that she has with her friends back home, even though a, a a crazy change is happening in her life. Yeah, she's moving from Minnesota to San Francisco, right? <laughs> she's eating that broccoli pizza, <laughs> and Ugh. then she has an experience in her school that uh, the teacher calls on her. You know, the emotions are going on in her head. They're moving the core memories around. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> you watched this yesterday. No, didn't I did you? not. It's just I love the movie. And I'm just making this connection now. And I'm like, the guys who wrote this are brilliant. <laughs> they really knew what That's they were incredible. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh anyway. But she's going through this very anxious state. 
And then she acts out in anger. Mm. Sympathetic is all about anxiety and Mm -hmm. anger Mm -hmm. and the need to flight or fight or flee the situation. And then dorsal is the situation, again, Matthew and Daniel were talking about this, of just feeling stuck with people. Um, And that's actually, you see this with Riley, right? So she's in the sympathetic. Yeah. And so she's... She's angry. She's anxious. She's it's driven to escape, and she literally yeah. runs away. Yeah. And then she, you can see the phases in Riley's life, yeah. right? And and as the majority of the movie is done in sympathetic. Yep. Right. Where she's trying to figure things out. She's trying to do them in the right way. She's moving. She's moving, and then and she's you know, running, doing all the things she's doing, yeah. and then she shifts gears, and she's like, "That's it. Yep. I'm out." And you see this at the the, yeah. the booth, right? Anger is like, I've got an idea. And he like walks over and he puts the light bulb in the right, board yep. and the entire board goes black. Yes. Right? Be- and then, oh my word. And then It's they, crazy. And then the light bulb is stuck. This is stupid. The light bulb is <laughs> stuck kidding. in the dashboard. Well, and even more than that, like, I'm j- oh, I can't even keep talking about this, guys. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. My favorite part of the movie. Well... Technically, my favorite part of the movie is the ending where the cats are, like, on the board. But oh anyway, my, my favorite, second favorite part of the movie is when she's reunited with her parents. Yeah. And they just hug her. Yeah. And then it's that breath. Yeah. Where she just relaxes. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And that brings her back. Why am I literally into <laughs> not in my throat <laughs> thinking about And that's this. what that's you crazy. were just mentioning, Matthew, yeah. saying... These are such important characteristics Mm -hmm. is what we see with students when you walk into this Luminate space or when we see you performing a sport Mm -hmm. or a performance. Um, At least me, I can speak for myself. I don't know about you guys, but I I think it's probably safe Mm -hmm. that I can. But we're, we're not just looking out just to see your face. We're looking out. Where are you? Yeah. Not location-wise, but right. where are your emotions? Right. How do we need to connect with you? How do you need us as a different nervous system yeah. to enter into your nervous system? Right. Not to sound weird. Right. Which, <laughs> <laughs> there, it is, there it is. Anyway, you can talk now. <laughs> because what, and actually that is perfect because that brings us to our next, mm-hmm. our very next topic, right? Yeah. And so, Daniel, um, just just from what you can understand yeah. as far as you, when you see this idea of um, co-regulation, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about this yeah. um, the other day, yeah. and we were just trying to put two and two together. Mm-hmm. So, like, what was it like when you hear the idea of co-regulation? Mm-hmm. What do you hear? What do you think? Co-regulation? Yeah, co-regulation. So I think of just almost like I think of two different waves. Okay. So I come from like the East Coast. So there's beaches. Yeah. And there's this beautiful thing where these waves are rushing at each other. Yeah. And then they fall on top of each other and you see it wash up to shore as this calm water. This steadiness that's that's flowing forth. Both are just crashing on top of each other. Then there's this it's just slow. And then it obviously goes back into it. And that's where the analogy, like most fall apart, yeah. but yeah. Um, that's um, as analogies as do. do. <laughs> um, uh, so 
co-regulation is this ability that having moments of safely connecting that's very important yeah. safely connecting yes. to others it's very good. as a necessary ingredient for well-being yes um so you think about the most trusted people in your life yeah. you think of those places where you can find rest yeah. um and you think about your spiritual community yeah um i know for me uh, one big example I can tell you all about this to kind of get you away is that there's two decisions you can make when you're going through, um, about to go through the ventral break, I would say almost the, the step into dorsal. Yeah. You're stressed, you're anxious, you're overwhelmed, you're worried, you're sad. We live in a, especially my generation, we live in a culture where you can easily go onto social media. Mm. You can go mm. online. You can always connect with something but you can't always regulate with something. You yeah. cannot co-regulate yes. with, I'm going to tell you this, you cannot co-regulate with social media because social Correct. media does not have a conscious. Correct. Social yeah. media cannot empathize with you. Correct. Hmm. Uh, social media can mm. just give you things that are like temporary or they'll just make it most of the time even worse. Right. Why do you think you feel drained when you mm. go onto social media? Because you're not really having a lived experience with people. Yes. You're watching other people live experiences that are better than yours. Yes. And that's that's that sucks. Because yeah. um, comparison is the thing. Or think about joy. this. Or yeah. think about this. Why do you think you're tempted to go watch Netflix or a movie yeah. when you're really sad? Yeah. Because you don't want to face your lived experience. Yes. You want to see other people live out their experience. Right. Or right. A movie and a TV show always guarantees the problem being solved. Yes. In yes. such a quick way, 30 yes. minutes, yes. two hours, yes. you just see a whole yes. bunch of things happen yes. at once. And then you get really insecure because your life's not moving that quickly. Yeah. So you're not regulating with anything. Co-regulation is when you go to that friend at that coffee shop yeah. and you begin to say – or you call that friend up yeah. and you say, man, I am – really anxious and overwhelmed yes. or mm. i'll just give an example man um i did not do do i did not do well on my test last night yeah. i am dumb yeah i am an idiot i'm gonna fail i'm not gonna get into that college i want i'm not gonna be able to get through this yeah and then you have somebody else step in yeah and be able to meet you where you're at yeah. and you connect with them yeah. because they sit there and they say to you i understand what you're feeling yeah. or I have empathy towards you. Like yeah. I feel, I feel your pain Yeah. and you and that person connect with one another. Yeah. And you, there's actually a meaningful conversation and you actually leave that conversation not feeling like, man, I'm this in this alone yeah. or I have nobody right beside me. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that. Yeah. And, and the key for that too, and, and not to interrupt mm. you, but the key for that is that that other person also has to be regulated. They oh, yeah, have to be yeah. in the ventral in uh -huh. order to do this with you. Yeah. Because right. if you get two people who are sympathetic in the sympathetic space, yeah. you're both going to send each other into just do, 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 do. All you have to do is this, yeah. this, this, and this. And mm -hmm. hey, those problems don't, problem solved. Right? Don't build your friendships on dorsal. Yeah. There's a lot of people exactly. who build their friendships on dorsal or they yes. became friends because they both had similar hurt and were experiencing the hurt. And I'm not yeah. saying that you can't find people that are experiencing what you're experiencing yeah um but there's this aspect of you you can only thrive when you're hurting together yeah and that that's not because you never because then it's like i don't want to leave dorsal um because i don't want to leave this person behind yeah. or man if i leave dorsal then what if yeah. this friendship's ruined yeah and it's coming to understand that like when you're with friends like you need friends in your life that if you're in dorsal 
you cannot be there as much as you want. You cannot keep pouring yourself out to yeah. be there for people and help fix people's problems. But you actually need to go meet with somebody who's in ventral first yeah. Yeah. and begin to yeah. talk things through with them because they're not in a state of everything's going to go to poop. Correct. Ventral's in a state of calm, calm. steady. You're yeah. riding the bike. Yeah. Um, they're empathetic. Yeah. They'll and sit with you. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll, hey, they'll, they'll reach, they won't just reach their hand down into mm-hmm. the whole like uh, Brene uh, Brown yeah. has this whole discussion on empathy. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. talks about how, the uh, just seeing it in my mind, there's this animal in a hole and these other animals are like, well, oh, I mean, that, that sucks to be down there. Yeah. We're really sorry. I've been uh-huh. there too. You know, like that's sympathy. Uh-huh. Yeah. But actually getting down into that space with them mm-hmm. through a ventral break mm-hmm. to be able to pull them out of the dorsal mm-hmm. in order to move yeah, yeah, them yeah. through the sympathetic back into the ventral. And mm-hmm. this is like gives us a bigger picture of what it means to really be stuck in dorsal because at least I've been here. I've experienced many people who have been here when they're in a dorsal state. Mm-hmm. The last thing that they want is to experience a ventral person. Right. Mm-hmm. And if this is you, if you're maybe in a dorsal, dorsal state listening to this yeah. and you think this way, um, I'm empathetic to how you feel. I've been there, whatever you are experiencing, but challenge yourself to rise above your emotions because of your knowledge of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Find that person, as Daniel is saying, who is able to be that regulated person that you need. Daniel, you touched on it a little bit. Aaron, you're touching on it here with this acknowledgement of your emotions. Mm -hmm. And we, particularly in our context, Mm -hmm. live in a space where pull yourself up by your bootstraps, pursue excellence at all costs, make sure you're a part of every club you can be. And if you're not the best in that club, Mm -hmm. man, you probably should just quit. Uh, We have a very sympathetic, and I don't mean that in a good way, we have right. a very a, a very ventral sympathetic task dorsal oriented. task oriented anxiety inducing educational system within America, mm. and so within our context here, particularly mm-hmm. within the Ann Arbor, Saline, Michigan mm-hmm. area, yeah, we have a if you don't do well, you don't belong, mm-hmm. and that yeah. is to Gen Z. That is who's pursuing. You talked about this on uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. this past Sunday. Uh, you, they 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 pursue oh, safety, comfort, comfort security, and, and security. approval. Yeah, and approval. Yeah, all three of those go away if you don't get that. And guess what happens when that ha- when you don't meet those yeah. three, you plummet to mm-hmm. dorsal. Yeah, because there's no hope. You're not going to get into the school you want. Your value is derived from your education. Uh, you're not going to be the athlete you want to be because you're not going to be a good mm. – you're not going to – your value is all tied up in those three things. Yeah. Mm. And so this is why this is important because our culture has so much for us mm-hmm. in the way of keeping us in the sympathetic mm-hmm. and dorsal. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said there. Why do you want to go watch a movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll do one better. Uh, the porn industry has, oh, yeah. has is, is running rampant in our 100%. society. And guess what that does? Mm-hmm. That slows, quote unquote, slows you down enough mm-hmm. so that you can have this emotional experience, mm-hmm. quote unquote mm-hmm. emotional. Mm-hmm. But it's actually not with a person as the sexual experience was supposed to be. No. 
And yeah. so, so you're instead watching a phone or you're on a computer or you're doing something. And then afterwards, you literally feel like dog poop. Yeah. Right? And the reason just, why is because you, you are connecting. Empty. Yeah, you feel empty. Because the thing that you're connecting with is supposed to be with a person and it's actually a phone or a laptop or uh, something along mm-hmm. those lines, right? Yeah. And so that's the that's the reality of like our culture does Netflix, our culture does social media, our culture mm-hmm. does pornography, our culture mm-hmm. does all of these things that say, hey, these will help you feel better. Mm-hmm. And they in turn actually just keep you in sympathetic or dorsal. And, yeah. and most often mm-hmm. it's dorsal. Yeah. Right. All yeah. of those things take you to the dorsal. Mm-hmm. And I love what you're saying, Aaron, is you cannot indulge yourself mm-hmm. when you're in the sympathetic because it's mm-hmm. a spectrum. Indulge yeah. is a great word for this. And, and yeah. that's exactly what's happening because you're indulging those emotions to run you into that mm-hmm. space. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a good we have this in the resources is a book called how's your soul by Judah Smith. So we were talking about how, um, very connected, especially in the context that we are in right now. Um, we are especially seeing that what you're doing makes you all right, Mm -hmm. that you connect more with what you're doing and not who you're with. Um, so, so Judah Smith talks about this in the first chapter of his book that when we ask people, how are you doing? The common answer is, yeah, you know, work's good, school's good. Um, yeah, the, like for you, Matthew, like yeah, the, the kids are all right, you yep. know. Um, yeah, like everything at the job's doing great. Yeah. And Judas Smith said, well, that's great. I didn't ask you how what you're doing is do- going. Yeah. I asked how are you doing? Oh, yeah. How are yeah. you? And we're, because we make up these things that if everything that I'm doing around me is going good, then I'm okay. Yeah. Which is the aspect of, that's a very, from a Christian view, that's a work-based mentality. As long yeah. as what I'm doing is good, yeah. then what's inside me will must, also auto- must also be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what we want to challenge is that just because you get good grades, just because you perform well in sports, just because you do all that does not mean you are going to go back to ventral because right. then what you're saying is that can that stuff be – can stuff like working out, can stuff like inter, be studying, doing yeah. good in school, can that yeah. be great stuff? Yeah. Yes, of course. But if you're expecting to co-regulate with it and that by being successful in those things is going to cure your anxiety, cure your depression right. – cure these things yeah. um all that's going on at every degree every level even from i just have anxious thoughts do i have a diagnosed anxiety at all levels none of that is going to mm-hmm. save you from that Correct. but the saving is going to come through actual connection yeah. with other humans with other people and In having real space and having shared experience yes. Yes. Yeah. shared experience yes. is the savior yes. of all of this yeah. because yeah and even mm-hmm. if it's a shared experience mm-hmm. of boredom Oh yeah. <laughs> right? Like everybody thinks that hey, we got to get together and we got to be entertaining. Yeah. And it's like what if you just got together and you just went for a walk? Yeah. But here's what you see happens. Mm-hmm. You see these kids going for a walk and what are they on while they're walking? Oh, their phones. They're on their phones. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, put the Snapchat away for a second. Put it in your pocket yeah. and connect with the person next to you. That has to do with our attention spans. It's an entirely different a Totally podcast. different podcast. <laughs> Finding so, quiet. Yeah. Which is, yeah, right? Which is so, Mick, book. Mick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we have this 
Shout out to the legend Mick. Yeah. Um, he's this dude that's part of the boomers, the forgotten generation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were having a conversation with the one time. We said, what's the one thing that's like really different for yeah. now? And he's like, there's so much noise. Yeah. He's mm. like, I just remember there were just quiet days. Yeah. And yes, people might be like, that's a romanticizing of the past. But it really was. It was. Quiet. He had three TV channels. Three channels. channels. <laughs> <laughs> literally, he, went, he grew up in northern Michigan, uh, the yeah. UP. Yeah. And literally... It was three channels, and he went out with his friends for eight hours a day on a bike, mm-hmm. and they would go play ball in the yard. Yeah. They'd get into fights, and there was no parent to to fix the problems. They had to co-regulate together. Mm-hmm. And man, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so a couple resources that um, I know Aaron has read one of these. Um, I've read I've read both of these. Aaron's read one of them. Two resources. I've read two. Okay, you've you've read. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm looking at the emotions and culture. Oh three. Um, three. Oh nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So our emotions and culture. Two resources that can help unpack where all of this is coming from are the rise and triumph of the modern self. Um, as well as the coddling of the American mind. Mm. Uh, Rise and Triumph is a dense book. It's crazy. It's 13 and a half hours of academic reading. I'm, I listen, I'm so, listening to it on audiobook right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those books I can't do anything while I while listen, I to, listen it. to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the other one is uh, The Coddling of the American Mind. And The Coddling yeah. of the American Mind is much more recent. Um, and what, uh, would you say the premises of that one, Aaron? Yeah. So the premise of the coddling of the American mind is about the culture that we find on most university campuses with predominantly Gen Z culture and demographic is to present three untruths that are aiming, uh, young people into harmful philosophies that really, uh, sever and create barriers for social connection um, and civil discourse, honestly. Um, we can get into those three untruths, but this podcast yeah. isn't necessarily about this book. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to talk about it. Right. <laughs> so those three truths are, but they are very good. So we that, I mean, we should literally do a book club on for those sure. two books. For sure. Love that. Um, actually, shout out to my brother. He's doing a book club on the rise and triumph of the modern self right now, and he's going chapter by chapter in his podcast. So we'll throw that uh, link in the show notes as well um, for you guys to check that out um, at Solomon's Corner. But yeah, so um, as we kind of wrap this whole podcast up as two-parter, thinking about my thoughts, let's just recap real quickly with what we've kind of been talking about. Um, Daniel, can you give us Mm -hmm. the hierarchy of the spaces, if you will, of that nervous system? So you've got the top part, which is Mm -hmm. the... I think can you just outline that for us? From what you talked about in the first podcast? Yeah, yeah. The, just re- <laughs> we're just reviewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have the Pop example quiz. of that. I was about to say. I was like, what is he saying? What All is right. He talking so he's about? got the ventral, yep. Um, yep. which is from like the top, like your temple, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much Basically from your temple ear, yeah. down to like below your neck, like right at the bottom of your neck. Yeah. So this is mostly like pretty much like your mind, yep. what you're perceiving, yep. all that stuff. Yep. And then you have the sympathetic, which is from probably the top of your chest down to the top of your sternum. Yep. Yep. Basically, basically, your, sternum, basically yep. your heart and your lungs. Yep. So like we said, your breathing, your heartbeat, yep. your heart rate, everything yep. going on there. 
And then you have the dorsal, which is pretty much from the top of your sternum all the way down to the top of your pelvis. Correct. So correct. literally like yeah. your stomach, yeah. pretty much. All Basically. your internal organs. Everything's yep. turning in knots. Everything's yeah. going like yeah. the whole thing. Now, so realize that when you're in dorsal, you're from top to bottom. It's going. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the atomic cool. hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, um, uh, Aaron, can you help us real quick understand how do we traverse that space? Mm. So do you have – how have you gotten yourself out of dorsal into sympathetic? Mm. Um, because if mm. you don't have a regulating nervous system, uh, you need to find either find somebody else or you need to do something that gets you into the, the, the sympathetic. Yeah. So what kind of things do you do to get yourself out of dorsal into sympathetic? Sometimes it happens – I kind of want to talk about this on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like uh, on a monthly basis – I attend counseling. Yeah. I go see a counselor. Yeah. And they are my regulator. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on a weekly basis, I have those trusted people in my life that I touch base with. Yeah. And much of this comes down to the trusted people in our lives and also spiritual rhythms. Uh, especially us talking about this as Christians, we don't want to divorce the mental health component to the spiritual health. And for me specifically, a spiritual rhythm of prayer, of Bible study and reading yeah. um, has been Good. paramount yeah. in how I regulate myself with others yeah. and God. Yeah. And then on a daily basis, that also looks like a spiritual rhythm as well, but also uh, checking in with myself, getting my daily needs. Like mm. today, I was just talking to Matthew and Daniel about mm -hmm. I did not drink any water, <laughs> but I have had like two espressos. <laughs> yeah. Coffee's filtered so, through water. It's just hot bean water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, so checking in with ourselves, what, how can I listen to my body mm -hmm. today? Yeah. Nutrition and activity. Exactly. And, and how can I understand the thoughts that yeah. are going through my mind? Yeah. And mm -hmm. we'll have so many uh, helpful, I hope, resources that you can download in this PDF in the show notes yeah. that'll also help you identify what you're feeling mm -hmm. and what your body needs on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah, I mean, we literally have structured our student ministry around this system. Mm -hmm. uh, kids, most kids are coming in in the dorsal. They're stressed out. They don't know what's going on. They're nervous. Uh, they've come from a long day of school. They're struggling. Absolutely. You know, and so we get them here and they're in dorsal. Well, we expect them <laughs> to connect with each other relationally, but they can't because they're not in ventral. And they're literally in, they're stuck. So yeah. what do we do? Well, there's a couple things you can do. And uh, this is something that I've done and uh, is super helpful is I literally go work out. I, I go yeah. for a walk. I, mm -hmm. I, I engage that portion of my nervous system, the heart and the lungs, to get mm -hmm. me into that space. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, I usually reach out to people and talk to them about, hey, this is what I'm feeling. I, there's a guy I call all the time, and I'm like, yo, man, this is what's happening. This is what I'm feeling. This is what's going on. Thanks for letting me check in with you. It's, mm -hmm. it, this is super helpful, and I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate mm -hmm. uh, you being willing to listen, you know, mm -hmm. and that's – uh, that's been super, super meaningful. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, with that, um, uh, Daniel, I want to throw it over to you real quick uh, with how, how have you kind of found yourself regulating mm -hmm. uh, in, um, in, your, in your space? I go to this passage. It's called Philippians 4, um, 4 through 9. And any time that I'm in my moments about going to dorsal, 
when I read this passage, there is this co-regulation I have with Jesus, with God in that moment. Um, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Yeah. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard, guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, right. if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things whatever you have learned or received or heard from me and see in me put it into practice and the god of peace will be with you it's so good connect anytime i like i said anytime i'm feeling overwhelming i read this and what it's telling you is that your anxiousness doesn't exist that's not what this passage is saying it says the lord is near yeah so realize that he is the truth he yeah. is the way he is the life Yes. And that you, we present, present whatever you're feeling, present whatever you're going through yeah. and know that God's presence is with you and he's listening mm. and then go and focus on what is true. Yeah. Anxiety is the perception of things that have not happened yet and the fear that all of the worst things are going to happen. Yeah. So but focusing on what is true, being with people that are telling you what is true, what yeah. is noble, what is right, yeah. listening and going and doing the things that are good for you, not on the false truths, not on the false realities of mm -hmm. TV shows like mm -hmm. we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So when you read verse 8, think about like when you actually focus on these things, how it changes your mentality, how it breaks you from, oh, the worst isn't going to happen. Right. And even if it did happen, my whole world wouldn't be over. Right. So, yeah. It's really interesting you'd bring that up because the Lord is near. Yeah. And what did the Lord become? He became human. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. That means he has a nervous system. That means you can co-regulate. with him. <laughs> and that's what's really important about this. Mm -hmm. And this is what's so cool about Hebrews mm -hmm. that says we have a high priest that is relatable. Mm -hmm. He's able to empathize. He's able to empathize. He's mm -hmm. able to sit there in your stuckness, mm -hmm. but he's capable to pull you out of that stuckness. Right? And that's what's so beautiful about that's what's so beautiful about the Christian worldview mm -hmm. is that we do not serve idols who have mouths but cannot speak, who have eyes but cannot see, who have ears but cannot hear, who do not have a nervous system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We serve a God mm -hmm. who is spirit, so he doesn't have a nervous system. And, and even to— But hold on. Yeah. But, then, but then that God became human. Mm -hmm. And so because that God became human, he has a nervous system that we can then mm -hmm. co-regulate with. Mm -hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about the Christian God. That's the mm -hmm. beautiful thing about Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So what were you going to say? Sorry, Daniel. Oh, I was just going to say that if you, for anybody that you go to Dorsal and the worst thing, I'm going to have no friends. I'm going to be abandoned. Yeah. Jesus like, man, they all left me yeah. when I was on the cross. Absolutely. Where were my friends? Yeah. You know? Oh man, if I start, Talking to people about what I think, everybody's going to hate me. Yeah. Um, talking to the guy that was plotted for his death because of the things he was talking about. Yeah. Or, man, you know, like, everybody's just going to be spreading false things about me. What if people yeah. say lies? What if people make judgments right. about me? Um, what if I associate with the student section and all of the things that they're, yeah. they're, they're, they are 
And they yeah. do. Yeah. What if what if people start thinking? What if I go over there and I I might make a stand huh. for the truth? What are people gonna think of me? Jesus, like man, I people thought I was weird because I was talking to a woman at the well. Yeah. Exactly. So. Exactly. Oh man, there's so much yeah. more that we can unpack here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, Aaron, thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Guys, mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening. Um, man, there's so much more again that could be unpacked. We love this idea of tackling ideas around emotional wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you have comments, questions, uh, if you have anything, please, you can email us, you can contact us, you can leave a comment. Uh, we would love to chat with you guys mm-hmm. about uh, more about this. If you think we've missed something, mm-hmm. let us know. We're again, we're not experts. We probably we did. Definitely but did. Basically the gist of all these podcasts episodes Watch Inside Out. Yeah, that's that is the that is the that is the or, final conclusion. Or, <laughs> or <laughs> watch the Bible project. The Bible project. <laughs> many, yeah. many takeaways. The chosen. Here. The chosen. <laughs> many takeaways yeah. here. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much. We're so glad that we were able to do this with you guys. Uh, we hope you're enjoying these. We hope these are helpful. Um, and uh, we will see you guys soon. Thanks so much. See you guys. See you.